The Sunday Sermon presents Cinematographer Rockefellers. Cine- Cinema Cartographers. Cinema Cartographers with Father Craig. Welcome to Cinema Cartographers, where I, Father Craig, map the stars of the silver screen by interviewing a different filmmaker every week. And this week's filmmaker, indeed, he will be our permanent guest. What? Is uh, Connor O'Toole. Hello, hello, Connor. How are you? Uh, hello, Father. How are you? How are you doing? Very well, very well. You're over in Glasgow, are you? I am. Yeah, I am for my sins. <laughs> oh, d- 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 famously, it's a big divide between Celtic and Rangers. One's the good one, and one's the mm-hmm. Protestant one. Is that accurate? It's. Uh, I'm not a football man myself. Uh, we support a the football uh, man. We support the, the, the party crystal here in this house. Foot, like foot, a, uh, Celtic like or a b- football big, team. A football with arms and legs. It's like, do you know Gaelic football? Oh yes, I do. Yes, the finest. Yes. Well, if uh, if you if you don't touch the ball, that's uh, that's a different sport called football. Uh, it's very popular. But you here. don't touch the ball, so you just watch the ball and it doesn't move. Yeah, oh, you can touch it with your feet. You, Is it the best at who's watching? Well, I mean, you you've can, made a film. You, you can watch the. You've made ball. you've made a film, <laughs> uh-huh. and well, it's very exciting. I just saw the trailer mm-hmm. for it, and um, it seems it seems lots of young people running around, bright yeah. colors, exciting music, uh, topical. Uh, needless Got to topics. say, this doesn't look like my sort of thing at all. How do you get the people who blocked book tickets into Mrs. Brown's boys? How do you get them? To, to come and see, uh, to see your your movie. <laughs> well, um, I think there's something in there for everybody. I think I think we we've got some we've got some Mrs. Brown, uh, style style humor. Uh, of course, Mrs. Brown shot not not a mile and a half from where I'm currently sitting, in um, in BBC Scotland Studios. Get out uh, of town. Get yeah. out of Glasgow town. Yep, that's it. You can. Uh, I've I've seen the audience piling in to watch the live recording of it, and uh, you know, not a monocle among them. But God, uh, you're, you're spoiled for culture over there in that city, <laughs> and it's also it it's also Gotham City, which is it's also um, now Gotham. Yeah, it's um, Gotham. And did you not think about setting Bicycle Thieves pumped up in Glasgow, or well, filming Glasgow for Dublin? That would have been an idea. I live about I live about a ten minute cycle from the uh, from the bit. Have you have you seen nineteen seventeen, Father? Nineteen seventeen. Yeah, I was there for all three hundred and sixty five days of it. Yeah. Well, the oh, never mind. Uh, but you're alluding to a film. I, I'm I'm guessing about some slacker getting off at nineteen fifteen quarter past seven, <laughs> and he's yeah. like, oh, I've got to try and. I've only got a minute to get some Johnnies and get on the metro train and hop into town to no, meet a, my paramour, who's no, my boss's <laughs> secret daughter. That it's, sort of a thing. It's 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 not not exactly along those lines. It's similar. It's set the year after the Easter Rising, and it's about uh, World War One, which happened around then. Uh, and they well, hang actually, on. I'd like to dispute that. Why was that called World War One? To I? be fair, it wasn't called World War One at the time. 
Uh, and so I think that there is grounds Shame. for good branding, possible updating of the of the numbers of the wars uh, at some point. If there is, as you as you posit, another uh, world war that happened before that, I mean, uh, who knows how many? What actual number world war it was? Who's to say? But anyway, they shot some of that in Glasgow. Uh, Ooh, very nice. <laughs> Did you see any of the stars? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I was I was asked for I was asked for a donation recently in uh, in my local in my local what, shopping by center one of here. the stars of 1917. No, so no, piss off, I... Cumberbatch! You've got Doctor <laughs> Strange money. <laughs> Look, he's still you know you can't knock the hustle. He's he's I out there not, trying no. to get every penny he can. Yeah, uh, that's fair enough. I always yeah. get he he'll come to the door and he'll, he'll knock on the door yeah. and he'll yeah. offer to act for five yeah. euro or fuck off for ten. And uh, let me tell you something. There's a reason why that boy's in the Forbes highest earners. He was he was he was raising he, he was raising money for a, for a charity that um that uh, that supported uh, retired veterans, and uh, this the slogan of this retired veteran veterans association was uh, supporting British veterans since 1916. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm afraid I don't have any change. <laughs> but listen, tell me, in what mm-hmm. way is Bicycle Thieves pumped up like sleepers? Because, Sleep- you know, sleepers. there's a big market in Germany. They love the film Sleepers. They have Sleeper Nachten. They have The Night Before mm-hmm. Sleeper Nachten, mm-hmm. uh, where Kevin Bacon comes and visits all the naughty kids. Kicks uh-huh. them. Gives them a little kick. Uh-huh. And... Um, it's a big deal over there. So, in what way is Bicycle Thieves pumped up like Barry Levinson's Sleepers? Well, it's also based on a novel by Lorenzo Catero, uh, if that's anything, uh, if that's in any way relevant. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, so yeah, he was, he's writing about uh, how shit it is being in institutions mm-hmm. and how in Baltimore no one gives a flying F. And they're all yep. a bunch of cunts. Except it's in Dublin, and it's about bikes. Uh, but more or less, it's it's almost like a remake, actually, in some ways, of Sleepers. Um, uh, it's it also has Jason Patrick in it, uh, only very briefly though. You you might not even notice. Jason Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Who's from, he? He's from Sleepers. He plays. Um, I'm not sure if you remember. He plays Lorenzo Shakes Carcaterra. <laughs> Fool! That's Jason Patrick. Oh, you've really messed up now. Oh, you've really, really bottomed out. Chancer Avenue, huh? that's where you live. That's where you can be found at all times. You know, you have some respect. His dad was the main exorcist in The Exorcist. Oh, he yeah. only acted a few times. Jason Miller. But Jason Patrick. Come on, Patrick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Police. Uh-huh. Oh, and his 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 grandma his grand You're just reading his Wikipedia <laughs> now. Yeah, Jackie Gleason, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not reading Wikipedia. Oh uh, yeah, all this knowledge on the tip of your tongue. I know, I know oh, a lot yeah. about sleepers. Some people just yeah. know lots about films for five quick. It's, <laughs> Take a chill. Well, it's a sleeper star. Brad <laughs> Pete Um <laughs> Robert Deniru <laughs> I think it's uh, Deniero. <laughs> Rob Rob Deniero. 
or Rab as we call him over here. Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rab. I wonder if Robert De Niro's seen Rab C. Nesbitt. <laughs> I met the guy who wrote Rab C. Nesbitt in the park not too did long ago. Did he tell ago. you what De Niro thought of it? He did not. He didn't mention De Niro I, at all. I imagine Bobby would be very confused. Here, uh-huh. you do a bit of Rab C. Nesbitt and I'll do De Niro's running commentary <laughs> in his head. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you can just don't have to do it in a, in a Glasgow accent. Just do Rab C. <laughs> Talking about, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll be De Niro tuning in. Father Quick, I've only oh, seen about four minutes gonna, of Rapsi Nesbitt. Going to flick around the telly tonight. Going <laughs> unwind after a long day of filming Ronan with John Renault. What is this man in a vest saying? He's crazy. <laughs> but my new film is... I, the reason I wanted to talk to you specifically is because it's showing in Galway, which I know is, is somewhat near to where you are. Yeah, um, yeah, it's my stomping ground, baby. Yeah, And yeah. Kate Galway. So I want it, So um, it's showing in Galway near the end of the month, and I wanted to know from you, like, what what should I be expecting from fr- from from Ireland to Glasgow, uh, the 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 westmost city in the in the country? What 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 uh, what should what what should I what should I do to uh, best appeal my film to the people of of, Gla- of Galway? Do you think? Oh right. Well, first off, you got to get the name of the city right. That's paramount. Uh-huh. People really hate it when you get the name wrong. What I don't did I call know it? if you ever saw. You called it you called it Glasgow, and then you <laughs> corrected yourself and said Galway. But you must you mustn't do that. It'd be like um, like the God like the time Pharrell. Uh, to ask everybody uh, in uh, at Electric Picnic, are you having fun, Dublin? He uh-huh. was lucky to get away with his life. God, and I was there leading the charge, saying, "This is a Dublin. This is a field of Port Leash or whatever the fuck it is." <laughs> yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> we were angry, baby. Yeah. We were mad. Of course, this is before we knew Pharrell had his own line of Hulk-sized Iron Man suits. Uh-huh. In case anybody was, because um, he does it, he just deliberately goes around the world provoking people. Uh-huh. He'll be in Paris and say, "It's great uh-huh. to be here in Nice. It's yeah. nicer in Nice." They'll all be going, "Le boo, le boo." <laughs> they won't like it at all. Uh-huh. No. And uh, that's uh, sure that's enough. his thing. So don't become the Pharrell yeah. Yeah. of uh, the Galway film. Well, I have a, I have um, a, I have a storied and troubled history with the the city of Galway. Last time I performed a live uh, show there was the same day that or the same like hour that the newly elected president Higgins was returning to Galway for the first time and uh, that was competition I frankly didn't need uh, I don't know what his schedule is for the 22nd of July but hopefully he's not in town he owes you that's how I, I see it from where I, I, I'm standing he owes I, you I, I think you him? I think you should hit him up yes yeah, yeah. I might I might or see leave him a message yeah. Break in and write something yeah. crazy on his mirror and lipstick. He has a podcast as well, right? Yes, I yeah. Get on his podcast. Right? Well, I'm, I do a podcast with them. Um, I'm doing. I'm doing the old Galway man podcast circuit at the moment. Oh well, you're going to get on great on two old Galway folkies have a lovely chat. That's my podcast uh-huh. with Michael D. And uh, <laughs> I'll ring him up um, off different phones from Galway. He knows everyone in Galway. And yeah. he won't answer the phone to Quig per se, but he will answer it to, you know, Porrick Brown, for example. 
he will answer uh-huh. it to uh, City Arts Officer James Harold. And um, yeah. I'll just ring him up and he'll say, oh, hello, James. And I'll say, oh, Michael D., remember the way old money would buy a lot of things? And he'd say, oh, just stop. I remember it only too well. And then he'd go uh-huh. off right to say, oh, yeah. uh, half a crown would buy you three bobs. And you could exchange each bob for a bungalow. And you'd get uh-huh. someone living in the bungalow's job was to watch the bungalow, but also to give you money for being in the Did bungalow. We have a currency called crowns at one point? Yeah, there's the crown, the bob, and the hen. And uh, hen oh. was worth six bobs, three bobs. Each would buy you uh-huh. uh, one bungalow, complete one with bungalow. indentured servant. Slave mm-hmm. is such a nasty term for someone who lives <laughs> with thought. you that you don't pay. And who has huh. to do child? Child is another similar oh, way to describe what that. What the legal definition of child keeps changing, and uh, <laughs> with it, the quality of you know just good good help. I mean, uh-huh. you try you try cleaning out some of these small munitions bullets with an adult sized finger. They don't fit, but a kid's right. Yeah, they're, right. They're, they're, how else do you do it? You tell me. No, I, I, I mean pipe cleaner. I, no, don't worry about it, Father. That, yeah, that's very reasonable. Um, have you seen any? Have you seen? Have you seen any? Any? Any action films about bikes recently or in, in the past? Oh well, only my second favorite film um, of all time, starring a certain uh, Jay Glow. Um, ah yes, Premium th- Rush. There you go, baby. That's right. Yeah. It would be my first favorite film ever. Except he doesn't mm-hmm. die at the end. Mm. <laughs> uh huh. Would have been nice. Yeah, that was a as a mistake, isn't it? Yeah, hitherto before not seen sniper takes him if out. If you think of Halle Berry's character the... from Bullworth, bang bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like the 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 guy from the guy from Phone Booth. Yes, yeah, yeah. He'd be. Do you know what? Like, actually, it could I... be set in the same universe. Oh God, we and should like. Be... We should make phone both universe films. <laughs> I've got one, and I think you're just the lad to direct it. It's called uh-huh. All Ireland Final Sunday Bloody Sunday, and I know what you're thinking. Right. Does that have anything to do with the time when, in retaliation for killing loads of English people, uh, English officers, uh, the the British wrote a big tank out onto a pitch mm-hmm. and killed lads. This is a lot more mm-hmm. tasteful. Uh, it's about Spud McGee. He's a referee. It's his last day before retirement. He's due to get a gold whistle. And um, right. he hears on the little earpiece he has, it's a sniper. And he's going to feckin' shoot Spuds if he doesn't make certain calls that go in Kerry's favour. And Kerry are the uh-huh. bad guys because this film is based in reality. And... Kerry would totally do that if such an option were available to them. Whew! Sure. So don't mind me. I'm only going to hold a bloody match hostage with a gun. Sure. Who amongst us uh-huh. hasn't? Oh, yeah. give me yeah. a Kerry baby to eat. Yum, yum, yum. That's what they do down yeah. there. Um, uh, and what's the what's the tie-in to, to phone booth then? Is this... it's, it's pretty much the same premise. It's just... Is it just it happens on the same day or... Is there any kind of crossover between the phone calls? Oh yeah, it could be a, a call waiting could thing. Be like a... Colin Farrell 
So yeah. calls Spuds McGee and he's like, Spuds, I need your help. I'm trapped in a phone booth and the sniper is going to bloody shoot me. And then yeah. Spuds will say, you think you've got a bad foul? I'm trying to referee the most important match of my life and not, you mm-hmm. know I'm due to retire and get my golden mm-hmm. whistle. And I'm being told by a hitherto before unseen sniper that unless mm-hmm. I call for Kerry, I'm going to die and go to hell this very uh-huh. day. He's a bad guy. Right, right. So, there seems to be a lot of Deus Ex sniperas in uh, in these these plots, uh, Father Craig. Do you think that? Do you think that that uh, I should possibly do a recut of my film to put a sniper in near the end to just bang pop off somebody? Well, it, there's no Pa-pow! better there's no better way to end a film, and especially with that noise. Pew. Yeah, mm-hmm. they should have. If, if you added that to the Zapruder film, pew. That would be so powerful. <laughs> Quick, have, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the uh, the television program, the um, the Green Hornet? Oh yes, yes. I uh, actually I did a bit of work on that. Um, did you? Oh yeah. wow! I was just well, a te- you... I was just a teamster. Um, yeah. I was just there to help uh, find people for Bruce Lee to to fight in between oh. uh, in between shots. <laughs> Um, oh, they didn't he, even shoot out those bits. No, they didn't. No, he just like beating lads up when he was bored. He's like a he's like a Jason Statham type. He just has to keep fighting, or else he explodes or something. Yeah, yeah. He's except right. um, in J- Jason Statham has to do it or he'll die. Whereas Bruce Lee, um, that's really why he got up in the morning, making the films and stuff like that. That was not his passion. <laughs> his real passion. Right. We're seeing a dork with a propeller on his baseball cap, walking along, holding a big stack of books, pants very high, white socks exposed. Uh-huh. Um, and then he pulled down his pants and you'd see this dork had dorky underwear. That is to say the ones with the love hats on it because yeah, he course. loves and there's nothing weaker yeah. than a man who loves it's pretty pathetic so um that's and then yeah bruce lee would then he would keep provoking them and keep provoking them and if they yeah. walked away he'd uh, he was a very beautiful man so he mm-hmm. could he could dress up like quite a fetching lady and then he'd yeah. try and seduce the dorcas malorcas yeah from earlier later yeah. on in the day and uh, then he'd bring them back to the hotel room, lock the door. <laughs> then they'd have a big fight. He'd kick the shit out of them. Uh-huh. And yeah. that was my job. And it's that was your Joe job. What? Best job I've ever had. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I mean, look, you never know when you've, when you've, when you've hit your peak, do you? Yeah. And do you know what? A certain what? Uh, diminutive future Irish president happened to come across uh, Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee no. said, "I got that, a rough translation was, oh, I'd love to kick that tiny little man. And um, I I made it happen. Wow. Is that how you met Michael D. Higgins? Yes, yeah. It was the Galway thing. I said, would you like to have the shit kicked out of you by Bruce Lee? If you don't say yes you now, he'll do it to you later <laughs> after he seduced you. <laughs> and he said, ah, oh, yeah, I've, I've time. Yeah, yeah I've. My bus doesn't go for a while. Yeah, it'll be something to tell the grandkids. <laughs> and yeah, he was so pleasant that it just sort of put Bruce off 
said, go mm. on there now. Yeah. Give it an old kick. You just give him a, just a tiny little kick in the arse, was that it? And then he said, ah, go after. That was it, yeah. Of course, Bruce Lee yeah. was obsessed with them then. He wanted to know what he was about and he wanted to mm-hmm. cut strands of his DNA. And, yeah. uh, of course, he would splice together different celebrities in his lab. And Bruce Lee would. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Lee would. Right up to Bruce the Lee, day, the actor. He, yeah, up until the day he died, he was splicing together he different was. celebrities. How else do you explain Spike Lee Higgins? Spice. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I've never, that had never struck me as weird before until you mentioned it just now. Yeah, no, it's strange um, that there's but, two guys exist, Michael D. Higgins yeah. and Spike Lee. And then yeah. there's this third guy called Spike yeah. Lee Higgins. Spike Lee Higgins, of course. Who is like a hybrid of yeah. the two, who mm-hmm. speaks in the memories of Spike Lee, but in the voice of Michael D. Higgins. Mm-hmm. He was actually, he helped me out on some of the early drafts of the script, but his emails got increasingly long, and so I just kind of phased out working with him. Uh, oh, yeah. After well, like what, month what were, you wor- what were you working on? Writers do it? Which which software are you using? Do you write in Word? Um, I write in, I wrote in Notepad, or in uh, Sublime Text. Longhand? <laughs> I write in. I write in the the Google Doc. I use a I use a special a special writing language called Fountain. Google but, uh, Doc is that like WebMD? Um, no, it's 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 more like. Um, uh, have you ever? Um, <laughs> have you ever used Google Sheets? Google Sheets. You, you've used Google Sheets. The, the, the plural Excel, of it's Google. sheep. Is sheep, not sheep. Sh- sheets. Sheets. No, 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 no. Sheep. Have you sheep. used... I mean, you've used... Sheep. You must have used some of the, the Google product. Have, have you used... Google aren't making sheep. Don't be stupid. Have you How used Google Wave? Google Wave? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? A wave? You Google... <laughs> I, yeah, what? I write everything longhand. Yeah, longhand, very good. Yeah, yes, that's that way it. you yeah. really connect with the words. It's a good a process. You write longhand, then you type it into some lesser thing, and then when you're writing it again into the better thing, you've 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 practically a draft ready to go. Yeah, it's a free extra draft. And so free tell me this draft. much now: what came first? Did you think, oh, I could get access to a load of bikes, or mm-hmm. um? Here, uh, uh, here's a good story involving bikes. Uh huh. Which one? Which one was it? Um, uh, it was. That's a good question. I think, I I think I had a story. I think I was like I probably get access to loads of bikes is probably probably one of the the earlier bits. I was like, I can get access to bikes. No one can stop me going into the park. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see these the bloody are, try. These are 15 people I know who are often have a free afternoon. Oh, come <laughs> could... on. Come on, putting it very, very generously. Because <laughs> I know uh, there's some there's some uh, performers in the film who, yeah. um, uh, when you ask them what their availability was, they didn't understand the question because they've never not been available. 
<laughs> that might that might account for one or two of them, all right. One, one uh, certainly, a, a mustachioed <laughs> gentleman in your film. Oh, um, that guy who plays the he plays the the fire the fire yeah, inspector. If ever I've seen a performer, yeah. I thought this gentleman has an abundance <laughs> of free time. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's 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 yeah. that 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 yeah. that gentleman. We, you know that, that 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 that's actually his flat as well. Uh, that scene that he's in. Get out of town. I'm sure he's yeah, still that's, there, that's, and that's it's Giles, nice rent control. Giles Brody's real flat. <laughs> oh, and it's. I'm sure it's rent controlled. He wasn't turfed out by some greedy oh. fucking pricks. Um, I'm sure he's <laughs> still he there. And he's very have, happy. I think he might actually have moved. I think uh, maybe the rent got a bit too much. Uh, what? And he he yeah. Dublin can be a bit tricky to live in. It's it's quite expensive. That's why I live in Glasgow, where everything is but, one third but as expensive. Why, Connor? Why is it so expensive in Dublin? Why? Hmm. Well, that well, uh, Father, that goes back to the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Uh, ah, yes. The the the, Crosby, the heyday Stills, of Nash and Rent. The heyday, the heyday of of uh, of uh, council council built property in Ireland. I mean, the the state was for a very long time the largest builder of housing in the country. Uh, and it's just been it's just been decimated over the years. The stock hasn't been kept up. The uh, the skills have dropped by the wayside. People just don't the the local authorities just don't do it anymore. They don't have the the power or the or the the, the will. It often seems. Oh, uh, and and also there's a there's a lot of profit to be made in in owning property. As I mean, like I mean, look, like no. you're 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 in the church. You know you know what 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 a bit of land no, can get I you. I don't. No, no, the I'm the church allows me to to they give me a little a little biscuit. <laughs> That's it. Uh huh. And I have to go away with that little biscuit. Is that is that what the and church I'm is get, making every year? Is it a couple of biscuits? Is that I got kind to of make about that the... biscuit last a month? So uh-huh. it's not that easy. I I yeah. know that behind me it looks like yeah. I'm in a huge throne full of cool shit and there's loads of the throne room and. Yeah, there's that is a lot of great things around me. It's quite sparkly. Um, I, it's it's kind of yeah. messing with your webcam. Yeah, look look at this. These are the shoes that Paul Newman wore in the hood. Whoa! But but um, yeah, no. Um, are they are yeah. they a relic? Yeah, they're a relic. Yeah. Is, is Paul Newman like being beatified? <laughs> he might be, depending on that <laughs> this blog post I'm writing. Depending on right. Uh, uh, uh. But. Um, yeah, no, it's tough. It's tough for me too, you know. People say, uh-huh. oh, Father Quig, you live in a massive manor called Quig Manor on 150 acres of raised mm. land. So your your house is sort of on a big hill. And uh, you Sounds have a bit like so... a castle almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what people say. That's just discrimination, though. As soon as you, if you dig a little hole around your house mm. fill it with yeah. a little droppings of water... And a few little snappy, mm. snappy alligators, because mm. you've saved them from being abused. <laughs> Suddenly, you're a madman who lives in a castle. <laughs> no, that does seem very, very reasonable. Um, have Have you got any spare rooms there in in the in Quig Manor? Well, I got shorts in them. Is the thing. <laughs> right. I've got right. lots. I like. I take off a shirt. Yeah. And I, Throw it on the it's bed just, in one just, of the spare rooms, and then my friend, I think, my friend oh, Barry, I'll just I'll get that shirt and move that out, and I could put a family in there. But sure, where am I going to put the shorts then? I mean, like throw it in, yeah. a, in the street. Yeah, 
no, 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 don't, don't worry about it. I was only asking because my friend Barry just moved back to Galway and uh, he could use a place to, to stay if you have a, if you happen to have any space. But no, it's it's okay. Yeah, um, I just, I'd love to help. It's just, cause the, the just, I've just, I've a lot of shirts and yeah. I'm being yeah. mean. I keep putting it off. Yeah. It's like, I've got to go into all the spare rooms and take all the shirts off the bed. There's just mountains of them. And I keep meaning to, I keep putting them off. I'm, I'm such a feather brain. I think I might have mental illness oh okay well look look say no more we'll, so we'll I, just leave it we'll just leave so, it there so no, i you, don't you... want anybody guilting me into making me let people make me move my shorts is the form of which this mental illness i get takes. you i get you no no so, no like we all look everyone is going through different things at the moment betterhelp.com has has really helped me out a lot because they've oh, been yeah? yeah they've been giving me so much money for my podcast it's really put me in a great mood yeah. and i don't mind that it's run by a bunch of charlatans and liars that sounds that sounds that sounds great have they given you any sponsored shirts or anything yes yeah, yeah. one of the rooms one of the beds just full of sponsored shirts and All if right. i could move them oh god they, it's big enough for a family of 10 Wow! If I could just Gosh. move these bloody—that's a very up. generous number of shirts, isn't it? Well, who did you I, say the people who gave you those shirts were again? Betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com. Yeah, they gave me the shirts. Nice. Uh, are they like no. a? Are they fruit of the loom garment? What, what, what are you? What are we looking at here? The fruit of the loom. Probably not that high, but um, they just once but a the quantity. Once a week. That make, makes a difference, doesn't it? Oh yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, you can't, you can't put a price. Well, yeah. actually, you can, and they just choose not to pay it. Um, Quick, can I ask you? A, can I ask you a personal question? Shoot, oh toot. When was the last time you wore a shirt that had ever been worn before? A what? That had never what a what a what? It sounds what? to me like you might just wear a new shirt every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. And never, never. How many of these rooms in your manor that are filled with shirts are just discarded? Shirts that had been oh, worn once and never washed. Think now, I'm trying to think. How many days in the Gregorian calendar? Because I have around that many rooms. I'm trying uh, to remember. It's about three sixty three three hundred and sixty five, I think. Yeah, I'd say about two hundred of those rooms are spare rooms, mm-hmm. and all of them are filled with shirts I've only worn once. Why? I don't. I am just. Just no, uh, just occurred to me. Just might be a thing yeah, to, no, to look, look at. I have people. People come and stay with me all the time. Um, uh, yeah. That's I had, like a, Do you do you have to pay like like capital gains tax on the number of shirts you own? Because it sounds like the kind of thing that might be like like an asset at this point. Well, I know that I've got enough shirts. They're way the same as an average house. That uh-huh. if it's all they're put together, but mm-hmm. you know. A thousand shirts weighs the same as a thousand bricks. Is that true? <laughs> is that is that true? It depends that, on the weight of me, the shirt. Let me look that up. Yeah. If a shirt weighs as much as a brick and you have a thousand of them, they weigh the same. Yeah. Oh, so it says here it depends how wet the shirt is and how small the brick is. But yeah, yeah. you're you're spot on. That's yeah, well, I, I do lecture in Brickonomics. Um, is that you? Yeah, that's I thought I recognised your voice from somewhere. 
Yeah, yeah, do the Open University Brickonomics. Yeah. Um, yeah Module so 2 I'm... this year was extremely good. Yes, yeah, uh, thank you very much. Um, I uh, researched that film Brick, and I found it wasn't can get helpful at all. Uh, no. But um, I felt like it, it would help the younger yeah. students to yeah. engage more. So I yeah, dressed yeah, yeah. like Brick, J. Mm -hmm. Glow, and... Yeah. Um, I pretend to be a surly teenage private eye. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I feel like the engagement went shot up a lot. Yeah. And oh, no, it, it, was, that... it was fantastic. Like, I didn't, I never realized what the holes in bricks were for before module two of your Brickonomics class. I yeah, can't believe. Are, yeah. And the history of Irish brick layers. Yeah. Mixed bricks. And, mixed bricks. Uh, yeah. And just the history of mixed bricks. Is that tell me? Is it is it true what you said about about the inventor of binoculars, having just picked up a brick one day, and looked through it and gone, "There's something in this." Is that? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. I was standing next to him. I was standing next to That's mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a terrible life. His parents named him Bin, and yeah. um, he weird surname Noculars, uh -huh. and he got very badly bullied on the building site. I could see him looking for a way out because he'd always have his hands up to his eyes and be looking around going sure where's a way out i yeah. need a way out mm -hmm. and um i said you know what just too much on his eyes i'm sure yeah i said this looking into staring at the sun isn't going to to help you you need mm -hmm. to come up with an invention and mm -hmm. he did the george foreman grill but george right. foreman of course he had the patent Right, so, noculars got nothing. Sure. And Benny, we thought it's a sad he was story. down and out. No, it's a triumphant story. He invented okay. binoculars. Clean out your fucking ears. Sorry. So anyway, yeah. he invents the binoculars and he lived happily ever after with J Lo's sister. What? Yeah. J Lo's sister? Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. Hello. Benny binoculars. Yeah. Low. Yeah. Oh, Lolo. Yeah. Sorry. Um, well, f Father, thanks very much for having me on the on the program. I'm gonna have yes, to go yes. and uh, talk to Donald Clark now. Um, oh right! But I appreciate you having me on first. Uh, yes, pleasure, pleasure. We'll do it again next week and every week forever. Great, great. Until okay, the film right. comes out. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, and after. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. and uh, you Goodbye, know, knock, knock, knock down the twenty second. Come down to us in. It's um, it's in Father Burke Park. Do you did you know Father Burke? Oh yes, I knew him. I knew him well. He he said before he died, he'd love it if there was a goofy bike film shown in a park named after him in Galway. He said wow. then and only then would his soul be at peace. Wow, well he's in luck. <laughs> yes, this, this is the month he gets out of purgatory. Excellent. You've done your time. <laughs> off to off to nice town. <laughs> Thanks very much, Craig. All right. Bye take bye. care, Connor. Love you. Bye. Bye. And that was Connor O'Toole, uh, our guest on Cinema Cartographers. And he's got a film that's uh, called uh, Pumped Up Bicycle... I beg your pardon. called Start Again, Quig. Okay. Um, and thank you to Connor O'Toole for joining us. You can find him on Twitter at Connor O'Toole. And um, his film, Bicycle Thieves Pumped Up, 
starring Roxana Nicklein is going to be a part of the Galway Film Fla. It's going to be out on the 22nd of July in the Father Bork Park in the evening. So you can uh, get your asses out to that. It's going to be great fun. Help Father Bork finally get out of... Uh, he thinks that he's in his childhood bedroom. He's not. He's in the bad, bad place. But help him get out. Help him uh, to escape Matron and Proctor and all the people who are being mean to him uh, for, for, for the equivalent of a million years and uh, help his soul go to heaven. And the film is going to be fun. It's a fun film. You should go and see it. Support Irish comedy films. I don't mean a film where somebody is spreading goddamn ashes. Fuck off with your films about people spreading ashes. Right? The Big Lebowski did it better than anybody, baby. We don't need one out of four Irish melodramas involving someone from America coming back to spread ashes. Guess what? Uh, 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 Marissa Barton. No one gives a flying fuck. So, God, oh, I wish... Oh, my granny always talked about the Ring of Kerry. Fuck off. We have fucking lives. We're not here for yanks to, you know, feel good about themselves. I, I know how upset fucking Tiger Woods was when Will Smith did Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, he, said, he said he said back my golfing 20 years. I feel that every time I see an American film set in Ireland. Jesus fucking Christ. Ask around. Ask around. Presume that maybe there's some cultural things you don't know about. And um, and have a nice time until I see you next. And uh, take care of yourselves. And I love you. Quick loves you. And um, yes, yeah. Good luck. Bye-bye. That was great. <laughs> I certainly had a lot of fun. <laughs>